Rugby wrap-up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield, God's gift to rugby, gift a Beilu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest, former NOLA Gold head coach, Nate Osborne. Hey, so while John and Gift and Nate loaf and break wind in the green room, we can go over what happened last week briefly. And the way it started was with Seattle welcoming in Utah. Final score was 2017 in favor of Seattle, so they're off to a 2-0 start. While unfortunately for Warriors fans, they are 0-2 early in the season. It was a great match, a tight match, and a bit of a slugfest. And the Seattle Seawolves and their fans held fort and won in the end. The Toronto Arrows hosted their first game of the year in Langford, British Columbia, which is on the other side of Canada's vast country. That didn't stop them from beating the Giltinis for 40 minutes. Then it was all L.A. as L.A. ended up on top 31-16. San Diego welcomed in Dallas, the new kids on the block, and yours truly got to call this one with Mike Petri and Abby Gostitis, and it was a thriller that nobody anticipated, including us, but it was basically because San Diego had one guy after the next going down with injury, including two in the warm-ups. But nobody told Dallas that they weren't supposed to compete, and compete they did. Exciting, exciting stuff from this young franchise. Again, the new kids on the block, and they're without a proper head coach. They have Elaine Vassy, the GM, overseeing a collective of coaches in that coaching staff. So kudos to Dallas. The Jackals showed us some moxie. And at the end of the day, it was a 37-29 win and an exhale collectively from the cohorts of the Legion. Next, it was a pitcher's duel in Houston at the Cats Meow trademark as the Sabercats welcomed in Rugby New York. They're no longer Rugby United New York. It's just Rugby New York. But what a match this one in the wind was. It was crazy. The wind was blowing all over the place. And as Zach will tell you, Zach Lanning, Sam Windsor is used to kicking in the wind and he's got wind in his last name. But even he couldn't kick in this wind. Ultimately, it was New York on top 10-7, but it was courtesy of a heartbreaking try for Sabercats fans by Ed Fado. Remember that name. He is dynamite. 10-7, New York wins on the road. Next, Atlanta went into the gold mine to face New Orleans, and this one was a really good match. Even though it was just a 14-9 final, a victory by the Rattlers on the road, this was good rugby, solid rug rugby, some great ferocious defense on both sides, but now Nola finds themselves 0-2. And finally, the Austin Gilgronies really took it to Old Glory DC 57-12 in Austin. And they were firing on all cylinders. That back line is just tremendous and just getting better. Watch out for the Gilgronies, everybody. And in the meantime, Old Glory should be getting some bodies back, getting some reinforcements. So they've got some positives coming forward. Looking for your next vehicle? With Sheehy's Easy Search, choose from over 3,000 new and used vehicles. Shop, trade, or buy online or in store. We make it easy with our award winning service. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy. 
If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. We're back, and the guys are finally done farting around the green room so they can actually do some stuff here. Of course, those guys are none other than John Bradshaw Layfield and Mr. Nate Osborne and Mr. Gifte Bailu. Guys, let's get right to it, okay? We got Old Glory, home opener at Segra Field in Washington, D.C., and welcoming in the New England Free Jacks. And the Free Jacks are the road favorite Given eight points, John, since this is your neighborhood, you're the co-owner of the team, Paul Sheehy, is your neighbor. Who are you picking here? Is Nate an Uber driver now? Yeah, mate. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't going to bring attention to it, John, but Nate, is that actually – can we confirm or deny? No, we're confirming, mate. Like I said last week, looking for opportunities. Last week I was pumping (laughs) gas. This week I'm driving Ubers. Anyone out there looking for a rugby coach, here I am. It's a Hawaiian lumberjack look that you're going for, yeah, there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. All yeah, right. Hawaiian so, lumberjack. John, I know you're trying to deflect because you're going to be under pressure here picking against nope, your I'm not neighbor's trying to deflect. team. Look at this. I've got a hunting boomerang in honor of my it. Aussie Uber driving buddy, Nate. That's what I've <laughs> got this week. I love it. Why don't you throw that around and see if you can come up with a comment on this match? Oh, Glory's going to need some boomerangs because let me tell you something. The New Jacks are rolling into the nation's capital, and they're going to roll all over Old Glory. I just don't think Old Glory's got it this year. Uh, they, they have not looked good so far. They do play much better at home, and I'm hoping that they play very well. I'm hoping that they win, but I'm not betting on it. I'm betting on the New Jacks. All right. For the folks at home, he's referring to New Jack City. This is big business. This is the American way. It's a reference of uh, Google. Anywho, uh, now that we've gotten John's pick out of the way, I'm going to give you some information. Dougie Fife, their star in the back line, the Scottish Scottish Dougie Fife, that is a gift. Uh, he's out for three games. He's already served. Yeah, he's out for three games because of his uh, late hit uh, suspension. So they're playing without him. That's going to make them shuffle things around in New England. They're getting some more bodies in, but so are Old Glory. So, Gift, let's hear your spin on this one as you're heading to Dubai. Uh, you know, just, just putting it all out there. You know, as I'll be able to hopefully fly over this area on my way to Dubai, I, I look to see how Old Glory has just been getting washed throughout the last two games that they've been in. The Free Jacks have finally gotten a break after their hard-felt one game that they played so far this season and will be entering back into this fully rested from their hard-felt one game that they played this season. And so... <laughs> Sarcasm. But, you know, Old Glory, I think they're going to have a chance to try and make up for the revenge of how badly they've played on the road so far and put out their best effort. Unfortunately, the point spread is still only eight points, and I do think the Free Jacks are just simply in a better position than uh, Old Glory... I'm going with the Free Jacks on this one. Old Glory will keep it much closer than they've kept the last two games, but uh, not enough to beat the points. You know, I always wondered, Matt, if you were drunk or stupid, and I just saw you drinking wine, and I'm glad to know that you're just drunk. You did not. You did not see me drinking <laughs> I wine. I did see you drinking wine. How dare you make you're that You're going to edit this out, but you are drunk. Dare you. <laughs> How dare you, Which sir? Which makes me feel good because I just thought you were dumb. And we'll, clear, we'll clearly show the replay in the, in the edit. And you will be clearly wrong. Yeah. I will sue you. 
Took us long enough to get a lawsuit. That's good. We'll have a lawsuit. But Nate, getting back to this to the script, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, can the home cooking feed the wind-starved hosts, or are the tea sippers from New England going to win this one? Mate, honestly, uh, Old Glory has has leaked 105 points in two games. So you're saying there's a chance? I'm saying there's no chance. I said since minute one that the Old Glory needed to replace. Um, Robinson and they haven't and then they're missing guys Mungo Mason is one of the biggest ones they're missing you know they're missing that leader on the field they're listening missing that like real tough guy you know they they, they just don't have I don't think they got the horses right now to do it. it it's really this early in the season make or break for them you know they could easily be 0-3 uh with zero points looking up and thinking you know what what's the rest of the season going to hold for us so I think I think New England's going to win. I think it's going to be a bit closer, but I think that they'll cover the uh, the eight points for sure. All right, okay. Uh, this is a tough one for me. I think that- it's a tough one because you, for you because you're a suck up. You're not biased. You're drunk and you're unbiased <laughs> and you're biased. I'm a little bit biased. I am a little bit biased, John. Um, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Your your accusations, where they're coming from. I I, I can't. I, I, I'm just I'm apoplectic. I'm, I'm actually hurt. You're not hurt. You're drunk. Um, I think Old Glory at home is going to make this a close match. And perhaps the, the, the unsettled back line or the tinkering of the back line with Dougie Fife out for New England might come into factor here. So I'm going to take Old Glory. And it's not just because I got a great car deal from Sheehy <laughs> Auto Stores with Paul Sheehy as the co-owner of the, free jack, of the of Old Glory. It's not because of that. Next one up. This one is one of the fiercest rivalries now in Major League Rugby. We have New York going down to Atlanta, and it's the home team, Atlanta, ATL, the Rattlers, minus three, John. And remember, this is a rematch of the Eastern Conference final, that bloodbath of 10-9 final where that one try was scored in the 76th minute, only one try in that match, and it was by the winners, ATL. It wasn't a question. It was like a statement. <laughs> you That's, you're like a terrible host. Can gift me the can gift me the host? That wasn't a question. You like this is, a we're supposed to have chemistry at this point. This is riffing. This is <laughs> hey. This is yin and yang. This is uh, this is the uh, this is Felix and Oscar. You're come excited. on, man, go with. You're excited oh. because your action figure has come out. <laughs> <laughs> I love Steve Lewis. I love Steve Lewis. Paul <laughs> <laughs> Sheehy's the greatest thing in the history of the world. I love, I love, who I love Steve Lewis. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We ha- I had a little difficulty hearing you, but I, I'm sure it was all complimentary. Game of the year. This is good. This is already the game of the year. I did, so far, I hope we have a lot more like this. But this is exciting. Uh, if they were in New York, I certainly would give the edge to New York uh, playing down in hot Atlanta. Uh, I, uh, this is going to be a, this is a toss up to me, but I'm going to go with New York. I think New York, uh, victory last week, first game, second games, sometimes teams play a little bit better. So they got that rust knocked out. I'm going New York. All right. And, and a nice filibuster while your teleprompter went dead, uh, gift. He's picking, he's picking against the power of life university. I, I have to look at this. I disagree with you fully, Matt, in this being a hot rivalry. This 
This is not a hot rival. New Orleans, Atlanta is a hot rivalry, and hence why we got the score we did. Atlanta, New York is simply just a game. It might be a replay of the conference, but they have not created the dynamic yet to be considered a rivalry. And as a result of that, as a result of that, look at Atlanta to be able to take this game. Again, the system for Atlanta is still really pristine. Even though they had a swash of a game early on, look at – New York is just, you're not going on the road twice and you're not going into Atlanta dealing with either the humidity, cold or humidity hot and coming out with it with a win. Nate, let's make the folks at home some money. These folks, the hard earned money. What do you got? Yeah, mate, I thought, I actually thought that uh, although the goal defended well last week, I don't think Atlanta really did much within attack. I don't think they. They look pretty stale to me. A lot of drop balls, a lot of miscues uh, compared to the week before where they, they looked like on fire against um, Old Glory. Um, I thought with the wind in Houston, it probably threw New York off a bit, but I still think that New York's the team to beat in the East. Uh, and I think New York go down there and I think that uh, they, they win and they win pretty easily, actually. I think they they win by about 10. Wow. Okay. All right. So, I think it's going to be tighter than that. I think it's going to be a very tight match, but I think New York. You're going New York. You know, you, I, you I have every single week. You know what? You know what? You're right. You're every right. single week, you've never gone against New York. So you know go what? I'm going to go. Like, I'm going to pick Atlanta. Like act I'm like p- you're thinking while you're talking, and then pick New York, okay? Because you're always <laughs> going to get to the bottom of this. You pick New York. I'm going to pick Atlanta, just not this week. I'm picking New York. Dallas. Playing Houston, another Texas Derby, John. Who we got? We got Houston, the road team, minus five. Minus five, John. Woo! I told you last week it was too many points. I told you that Dallas was going to stay within range of San Diego. Happy to be wrong for the for the franchise of the Dallas Jackals. Very happy for Elaine Vassy, the general manager who is heading that head coaching collective that could use a coach like Nate Osborne, who is driving an Uber right now. Why don't you bring him in rather than have a coaching collective? But, Absolutely. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Hire Nate Osborne. Hire Nate. That's the whole thing that we're going to talk about in this yep. match. Hire Nate Osborne. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hire Nate Osborne. Judge JBL has made the ruling. <laughs> Who are you picking in this Dallas Derby, John? Uh, you oh, got that I am so excited that Houston. Now, I was worried that they were not going to have a good team this year. They did not have a good team last year. They look like they've, they're legit this year, and uh, they play well, and uh, they got a great franchise. I'm going with Houston here, even though I, Dallas is a little bit more unknown to me, so I'm going to go more with the known known, as Donald Rumsfeld would say. Oh, not that's good. Known, unknown. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Coat and Dom Rumsfeld. We, we're just an esoteric think tank here. Gift, I know. Yeah, well, that... you're a cow. <laughs> well, if whatever moves you, John. Bam! Gift, go ahead. I got to give a lot of credit to Dallas. They really brought themselves all the way out and said, hey, pay attention to us last week. But also last week, I also said I don't expect Dallas to really fulfill itself for four games. Anything they do is icing on the cake. And I think San Diego, a team that typically does not play up to their opponent, they typically play down to them, played exactly as they typically have done, and Dallas showed out as a result. But in this situation, Houston has something to prove. They've been needing something to prove to make up for that catastrophe of a season last year. And I think they're going to continue to do that as well for this one. The road team's going to go up to Dallas, continue their beatdown, and Dallas is going to come back to earth at least for another two, three games. 
Last half of the season. When will you be coming back to Earth? No. I said what I said. I said what I said. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. John is not happy, but we're not going to talk no, to I'm John. I'm not happy. I want Gift to be the host, and I want Nate to be the coach, and I want you to be gone. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk off camera. Nate, while we're getting you a job, in the meantime, yeah. Why don't you? You have to pick Dallas now, don't you? Because you're trying. You're lobbying for the job. <laughs> Mate, I wish I could. Uh, I thought Dallas. All credit to them. They looked like they wanted to win that game, and sometimes that's all you need is just a bunch of guys on the field that want to work together play hard together and want to win. They fell short. If they were ever going to win a game, it was probably that one where uh, San Diego had all their players pulling out and getting injured and they had them on the ropes and they just couldn't finish it. Um, I think Houston's going to be too strong. I think Houston, uh, they're a big physical team. They bully teams. And uh, I think New York did well last week after they were getting bullied early to you know fight back. I don't think Dallas has the power to fight back. I think that Houston's going to run over the top of them. So I think Houston's got to win this one pretty easily. They do have some firepower in that back line. And the young guys, Naposki and Aaron Gray, Eric Naposki with that unbelievable electric run right up the gut when he was running around like a chicken with his head cut off in their own end. And who didn't know what he – he knew what he was doing when we didn't. He took off, set up a great try. Aaron Gray got involved in that try. So they've got some firepower in that back line. It's not going to be enough. This is a serious Houston team. I, I'm, I'm afraid to say that John is actually right. And they are playing very disciplined rugby, and they've got very hard-nosed players. That 10-7 slugfest with New York, that was a really physical battle in really crappy conditions. It's not going to be that bad in Dallas. That wind certainly won't be there. It's a proper stadium. Not that that's not a proper stadium out in Houston, but there's nothing around it like trees or anything else. It's just a highway, so it's a wind tunnel. This isn't the case, I don't think, at the stadium that they're going into for Dallas. So I think Houston is going to win by, like, 15 points in this one. The next one up is Austin John, another Texas team. Yeah! Woo! Wow! Yeah! Texas! Austin! Hosting Utah. Austin is good. Period. Utah, I think, has got a good team, much better than being 0-2, but they're going to go 0-3. They're coming down to the Lone Star State, and they ain't leaving the Lone Star State with a victory. They're going to have to go back to the mountain, and they're going to have to lick their wounds because they're coming down to Texas, and it is going to be an old-fashioned can of whoop-ass. Gift, are the mountain people Are the mountain people going to be so tired from climbing down that mountain and then walking all that way to Austin, Texas in the desert? Are they going to be so spent that they're not going to have a chance to compete in this game? Absolutely not. They're going to be tired because they already went down the mountain and got beaten the California Valley. And then they went up the mountain and then they got beat in the Seattle area, in the Seattle black hole. So to come all the way down into the deserty living situation of Austin, no, you can't come out of that again. Look, they, they, they've done, they had their opportunity to actually show what they really could actually get done. Austin is not just a good team. They're a phenomenally better team than they were last year. Like the one thing that we wanted to look at was, will they actually have an offense? And they somehow decided, hey, maybe we don't just stick to all defensive scheme and actually win with offense. Got a back line and I look for them to completely blow out Utah in this one. Let's go. Completely <laughs> blow out Utah in this one, Nate. If Utah play the way they played in the last 10 minutes of both games, then they're a chance. But they start, they're starting so slow. They're on the back foot, and it takes until the 70th minute before they finally kick into gear and try and run home. And last year, they were getting those wins, and this year, they're not getting them. 
Why is that, Nate? What, what's what's with because it's reversed? There used to be a team that collapsed in the final twenty minutes. Why is it now reversed that they're slow starting? Mate, I, I think it's probably uh, something that they focused on. You know, they focused on finishing the game strong, uh, and it's really a, a big key to them. And I think that uh, you know they used to be the team that fell off. You know, like you said, in the last twenty minutes, now they're kicking up in the last twenty minutes. They probably put so much focus, so much energy into doing that that uh, they're forgetting about the first sixty. Uh, if they can come out and they can fire in, they've got the team that can can upset Austin, but Austin looks like the team to beat in the league right now. They're, they're on fire. Their back line, um, even their Great forwards. Like, I just don't think that Utah's going to have enough to run them down. I think that uh, Austin covers and, and, you know, wins in a canter. Whoa, in a canter. We like that. Yeah, that's a horse trot, John. <laughs> you, there hey, it is. Yeah. You know about horses. I, 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 got, I got a horse in this race, and I, I got look like my... a south end of a northbound horse. What you look like, Matt? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm not. I, I'm not going to dignify that with the response. This is a professional show, and I'm going to be a professional and say that you're a horse tooth jackass. But I'm picking Utah on the road in this one. Utah on the road in this one. The Mountain People stomping on the Texans. That's what I got. Is that why? Because you call them well rested after being losing on the road twice in a row. I, That's well rested. I, I can understand why you'd make that. <laughs> well, gift you as you said, travel. They always sleep. I'm listening to what you told me all last year. The travel, they sleep on the planes. They're fine. They last got a year lot of the rest. Pandemic year. We're in a whole different year. It's a different era <laughs> altogether. It, it is a different year. <laughs> it is a different year. I, I you know what? I'm uh, gift. I apologize. It's yeah. it is hard to sleep on planes. It is hard to sleep on planes this year. Definitely a different year. <laughs> Hey, we got to hold it there for a second and take a quick break. We'll be right back. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has a taste on the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn jumping over fire. That's good beer. And we are back. Let's go on to the next one. We've got Nola. Nola and Goldmine. Goldmine hosting Tirana. Sharada coming down from Canada, someplace in Canada, because they're not at home. So this one's another instance where we're going to have an 0-3 team, perhaps. Or if there could be a tie so that nobody's 0-3. But in all probability, there's going to be two or three 0-3 teams after this weekend. Is it going to be Nala? Nala! Minus three, or is it going to be those people from up north, uh, John? What did the great coach Nate Osborne say? Nala doesn't play two bad games in a row. They played tough last week. I think they've kind of got themselves back on track. However, Toronto, if you could call that game at half, they'd beat the Giltinis. And just the Giltinis must have got the Sir Alex hairdryer at halftime and realized we're a pretty good team. We're going to put it on these Canadian boys. But Toronto <laughs> is a little bit of an enigma. I'm not sure. They're going down to the gold mine, though, and I know exactly what's down there. Nicholas Cage's Crypt is right down there by <laughs> Marie Laveau. Just you don't go distance. near Nicholas Cage's Crypt 
and Marie Laveau and come out of Bourbon Street the same. Yeah. And you obviously <laughs> have it. Gift, um, this is your neck of the woods. I mean, you, you know, you get you and you hate the Canadians. You absolutely you're John hates the Canadians. You don't like them. You have a disdain for them. John can't stand them. He hates them. We are not losing to Canadians. I mean, we're not losing to Canadians, not in the swamp. All right. Nola is going to be able to take this. We're getting the points, getting the win. And Toronto, look, make your, uh, or I'm sorry. Or, yeah, Toronto, make your way back. Maybe get some uh, Caribbean, Caribbean food and maybe you'll get your swagger back again. But it's not happening this week. All right. I think he just gave Toronto a checklist on how to win, Nate. Two teams that have been disappointing and attacked for me this year is Toronto and Nola. Two teams that are, are generally really good attacking teams that score a lot of points, score some good tries. One of them is due for a breakout. And I think that New Orleans has, after last week's tough game, I think they're, they're, they're due for a, a crack here. I think this is it. They're going into a bye next week, so they're going to leave it all out there. I think New Orleans uh, win and cover. I'm going to go with the home team. Uh, I hate to pick against Brian Ray's Toronto Arrows because uh, – we need them to be competitive in this league. We really do. We, yeah. need, we need their Ryan toonies. Survive. We need their toonies. We need their Tim Hortons. We need their hockey pucks. We need everything they got up there. The, the, the flag, the maple leaf, the syrup. You literally the just syrup. reminded me why I don't like Canada. You just reminded me. You hit all three. Tim Hortons, Tim Hortons maple pucks, glaze, bro. Maple Come on. <laughs> Open up. Don't be so dumb. Yeah, you turned into Layfield. They're our neighbors. It's a 51st state, for God's sakes, guys. Don't forget that. They are America. Yeah, you just, you just isolate all the Canadian fans that watch this show by insulting him. No, they, he's still going to watch. Anyway, I'm picking Nala. Nolans, gold mine. Woo! Yeah, hound dog, blue suede shoes. We're going for it. Yeah. Have you That's ever Memphis. been to Louisiana? <laughs> Memphis. Uh, San Diego. Santiago welcoming in Seattle, and this is that big test for Seattle. Nate, you're the expert on this, but I want to save your wisdom after John picks. So, John, Seattle, Seattle going in, their first road game of the season. They're 2-0, and they're playing well. They've squeaked by in their two home wins, but that 16th man is not going to be in Seattle. But who the hell is going to be on the field for Seattle? We don't know. I'll take the four points. Look, they are a different team at home. There's no doubt about that. They got to go on the road, but the team that they're playing on the road has tons of injuries. I think Seattle is actually a pretty solid team. We'll find out coming this weekend, but we're going to find out against a team that is severely hampered by injuries. So I'm going with Seattle and the points. Gift, what do you got in this one? Green cauliflower folk have the advantage going through on this one. I look for them to actually be better on the road than they are at home, ironically. I think there's been such a stigma for them to be good on the road. And I think San Diego just, like we said, the, the injuries. And again, I don't trust San Diego against top competition. I, I do think they falter when it counts most. So look for, I'm looking at Seattle with the points. I think this is the first time I've ever worked, gone on them and not choked. I'd love to see the teams uh, before, they, before they name this one. I think like Seattle, um, San Diego, getting some of those players back will help them a lot. Um, Seattle's been good, but they've struggled late in games. And I think that San Diego, I think that San Diego will will, will win this one. I do. I think they're going to uh, win this one. And I'm going with Seattle on the road because we don't know who the hell is going to be in San Diego's lineup and for how long if they are. And Seattle is back. 3-0. Seattle. The cauliflower, the green cauliflower people, the broccoli folks. Yeah, gift. Yeah. 
Final thoughts, briefly. Gift before you uh, land in Dubai. Do you have anything you want to say to folks at home? Look, we're on to come back. All right. I I don't remember what I did this week, but I'm gonna be doing better next week and getting this win overall. Or it's pretty much half the population win. of the United States. They don't remember what they did this week. John, how do you follow that up? I tell you, hot Atlanta and Stephen Lewis's rugby New York. This is gonna be the game of the week, and I think it's gonna be a great one. And I'm looking forward to watching. I think I think rugby New York New York wins it, but I think it's gonna be a great game. I agree with you, but I also I got my eyeballs on that Austin Utah game because it's a make a make or break team uh, game for the, for Utah. But Austin can really say, all right, we played against a couple of maybe also rans or early on in the season off also rans. So save your letters. Uh, but this is a real test for them against a very good team, the Utah Warriors. On that note, I want to thank Mr. Gifte Bailu, Safe Travels Gift, Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, Mr. Nate Osborne, and I'm Matt McCarthy. Thank you for tuning in. Please sign up for our weekly newsletter. Please check out our other segments, including our college rugby wrap-up and our Major League Rugby preview highlight show. And please, 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 please join our American Red Cross rugby wrap-up blood donor team.